You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 165 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I am super excited to be doing this episode today. This is actually part of a series, and I'm going to be talking about how I lost 50 pounds in 10 months. So if you guys have been listening to the show um, over the past few months, I've been talking about in the intro um, how I started my journey, but I didn't dive into what I ended up doing um, just because I wanted to be able to think about what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to share with you guys. And I also wanted to just see how much weight um, I would lose by this point so that I could share all of that with you. So One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because people have seen that I've lost weight and um, especially working out, people really could see that I lost weight. Um, I started working out um, at Burn Boot Camp, which I absolutely love. Um, If you have one by you, wherever you live, I would definitely check it out. It's such a great environment um, to work out in and it's just a good community and I truly love it. And I started that in February And people obviously there noticed my weight loss because as you know, you wear workout clothes, you can see like your body pretty easily and they could just see my progress. And so I just had a lot of people come up to me, you know, asking me what I was doing and, you know, how did I lose the weight? And I just thought, you know what, let me just put an episode together so that everybody can hear um, what I've been up to. So if you're somebody who has been struggling with weight I hope that this truly inspires you. And if you know someone um, that you feel like is just really having a hard time with getting that weight off, please share this episode with them and the other episodes that I'm going to be airing because it can just feel so isolating um, when you're trying to deal with this. And I want them to hear someone's story that they could possibly relate to and know that it may give them that little bit of encouragement that they've been looking for. So um, make sure to share this with your friends and family if you know someone who could benefit from it. Um, But I wanted to just jump in. This is going to be casual. It's as if we're sitting down and you're at my house or we're at a coffee shop and you're asking me um, questions about my journey and I'm just sharing it with you. So truly, this is just me sharing my journey and sharing my story with you. And you know, first of all, I wanted to say that for me, I didn't really gain a lot of weight when I was pregnant. Like both pregnancies, I gained around 29 pounds. Um, however, I started a little bit heavier than I wanted to um, on the first pregnancy because I ended up having an office job and I wasn't moving enough like I wanted to and stuff like that. And I started off heavier, probably by 20 pounds that I wanted to. And then I ended up getting pregnant. And then Um, I didn't get all the baby weight off after the first pregnancy. So then you have the second pregnancy. So I'm starting off, I probably 10 pounds heavier than I was on the first pregnancy. So you can see how that gets stacked up. And for me, I just feel like I always gained weight after having the kids. I feel like that is so much more difficult too, because I feel like people expect you to gain weight when you're pregnant, but then they're always like waiting for you to drop the weight, you know, especially with Hollywood and stuff like that. They're always about like, oh, I dropped my weight right away. Oh, she looks amazing. She looks like she didn't even have kids. And I feel like that puts so much pressure onto moms. And especially if you're not built like that, I do feel like some people have those genetics that man, they really can drop that baby weight and they do look amazing, you know, and, but not everyone is built that way. So for me, what I realized is that I tend to gain weight afterwards because I'm so exhausted. So I would go to carbs and sugar 
all that kind of stuff to keep myself awake. And also a lot of people I would hear, they'd be like, oh, I'm breastfeeding. And so therefore I just lost all my weight. For me, I didn't lose my my um, pregnancy weight from breastfeeding. I actually held on to my weight. I feel like for me, I was built for a famine. It's like, you're trying to keep a child alive. We are not letting you lose weight. And again, I just don't think people talk about that. Like, I think you hear a lot of people say that they lose weight when they're breastfeeding, but other people are saying, oh, well, I actually hold on to my weight. You would have to really start talking to a lot of moms to realize that that might be more common. So the reason I bring that up is because there could be somebody listening to this and you're experiencing that and you just may feel alone because you're just like, I thought you were supposed to lose all this weight, you know, when you're breastfeeding. And so for me, that was my struggle. And so the other thing too, is I just felt like I didn't learn how to lose weight after having kids. And so I noticed I lacked that confidence. So I had lost weight before having kids. So I felt like, okay, I knew what to do and I could, you know, maybe bounce back. But because I hadn't successfully lost weight after having kids, I felt like I couldn't figure out what to do. It's like, I have a new body. It's like, this body that had kids and it's completely different. And now I can't figure out what the formula is to just drop this weight. And I think that kind of prolonged me being overweight, which then made it more difficult, which then I think it just perpetuated the issue of just feeling like I don't have the confidence to do this. Therefore, I kind of would go to food and all that kind of stuff. I could literally keep going on about this. So I'm going to try to keep this um, (laughs) short and sweet. Um, But what I wanted to say, though, about that is I think when your mindset feels like you can't do it, it sets you up for not succeeding. And that is my whole point. So you have to be careful what you're telling yourself, because if you keep telling yourself you're not going to be able to do something you're most likely not going to be able to do it. And so that was really important for me to learn. Also too, I think just being the heaviest that I've ever been, it was so overwhelming for me because I thought this is going to take such a long time. And, you know, I just thought a big part of me, I would always think if you lost 20 pounds, which is a great amount of weight to lose, you are still going to have to lose so much weight. Like it's barely going to make a dent. And for whatever reason that kept playing in my head, And I thought, I don't even know how I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Like I haven't even succeeded at losing 20 pounds. And even if I do lose 20 pounds, which would be amazing, I still am going to be overweight. And I think that sabotaged my ability to start because I kept just thinking about that. And so when you guys are listening to me, I want you to really hear the mental stuff that I'm talking about because it is so huge. And I think we overlook we overlook it because I think we're always just thinking about, but do we need to eat keto? Do we need to be gluten-free? Do we not need to eat grains? I don't know. It's like, we want to go to that instead of really thinking about what are you saying to yourself all the time? And so I always use this example when I would be talking to people about um, when I was starting to lose weight, that like, if you had $100,000 of debt, and you paid off 20,000, right? That would be amazing. If you paid off 20,000, I mean, think about like the sacrifice that you would have to make to have $20,000 to put towards your debt. It's a lot of money, but it probably would not feel like that much because you still would have $80,000 of debt to pay off. That's kind of how it felt for me. Even though I don't have 100 pounds to lose, it just felt like it was so daunting. And will I ever be able to get where I need to be. So it's like, will the sacrifice on the daily basis add up to where I need 
to be in the end. And I think I let fear take over and I just thought, I don't know if I can really do this. And so I just really want you guys to think about what stories are you telling yourself to that that might be like throwing you off or not allowing you to really start. Um, Because I really do think that kind of sabotaged me for a long time. And eventually I just kind of had to start, even though they were still happening in my head, all those, you know, thoughts, I just kind of had to push them aside and just tell myself, trust the system and keep going, or I'm going to keep gaining or staying where I'm at. And that's not what I wanted. So so last November, what I did is I decided that this was going to be my top priority. And why this is so important is because I feel like as moms, we're trying to do so much stuff and you think that everything can be the same priority and it can't. I thought that I could do starting a podcast and do all this stuff and lose the weight. And clearly that didn't happen. It was because I really had to focus on the main thing. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that I stopped being a mom or a wife. And I obviously didn't stop doing the podcast. I'm still a travel agent. Um, but some some of the things had to go on the back burner. And what that meant is, you know, I'm not adding more things or I'm not trying to be like, you know, a homeroom mom, you know, last year and just adding, you know, adding new jobs to each title of whatever hat I'm wearing. I just kind of kept it like where I was at. And so that I could then switch gears and focus on, you know, my weight loss and just getting more healthy. And so I think for a lot of us, we think that if we make something a top priority, it means like, okay, you have to stop doing everything else. And that is not what I'm saying at all. And by, but what I want to say is because I decided that this was going to become my top priority, that meant that things were going to shift. I kind of treated it like it was my job. I made this so important to me because I thought to myself, if I don't, then nothing is going to change. And I'm going to be saying the same thing year after year, which I've already been doing. So I will, I was done having that conversation with myself and with people who I am close to. And I'm sure they were done hearing me talk about that as as well. So that was a big turning point for me that I decided to make it a top priority. So if you're thinking about losing weight, you really have to think about what needs to change, what sacrifices do you need to make in order to make that your top priority. Because if you don't, it's just going to fall through the cracks and things will just push its way to the top and then that will fall to the bottom. So you have to trust me on that, that you do have to make that a priority. And it won't be like that for the rest of your life. But you do have to at least give it like six months that this is your top priority and that if goals are not going towards that, then you really have to think about, is this something that I want to be working on right now? Or do I need to shelve that idea until the six month mark so that you can see, okay, I'm good where I'm at. Now I can shift gears. I can focus on something else. And so um, I just wanted to share that because for me, that was the turning point. And so it was so important to me. I also realized that during this journey that I wasn't truly letting myself feel my feelings. And what I mean by that is if I felt sad or angry, instead of just sitting with that, I would want to fix it and I would want to fix it with food. So it's like, why not get a quick hit of dopamine, right? From carbs or sugar instead of feeling those feelings. So when I started to not use food as much, I could see why I was using food to numb out. It felt so much better and easier, 
but there was a price to be paid for doing things like that. You know, it's like I got to a weight that I never thought I would be in a bad way and I lost myself. So in the end, that hit of dopamine, every time I would go to grab it in order to not feel sadness or anxiousness or angry, it it didn't help me. Like it made it worse. And then I lost myself. So I just want to say that as easy as it is and as like quick of a hit that you can get from dopamine, from an innocent thing like candy or chocolate or anything like that, if you keep doing that over and over and over again, it's gonna end up in a situation that you're not gonna wanna find yourself in. So even today, it's still hard. My brain wants to jump to, oh, I don't wanna be here, meaning I don't wanna be here in whatever the feelings I'm feeling, if they're you know feelings that I don't want to feel. Um, and it's very easy to think, how can I make this go away really fast? And for those of you that don't really deal with that with food, it could be something else. It could be Netflix. It could be drinking wine at five o'clock. Whatever it is that you use to numb out, it may not be food for you, but I just challenge you to think about, is there something that you go to? Maybe you want to scroll Facebook or Instagram. Is there something that you're like, oh, I don't want to feel this feeling, so I'm going to go to this really quick and, you know, and, and help get rid of that feeling. And so for me, I'm using food, obviously, but there are so many things that I think we use to just kind of numb out um, really quick to get out of those feelings. Also too, for those of you that don't have a lot of mental or emotional work that you have to do around losing weight, then I always recommend the program Lean. And that's why I talked about that so much because there are a lot of you guys that don't have a lot of thought work that you have to do around weight loss. And that is so amazing. You just truly need something to help you, you know, uh, figure out, you know, setting up good habits and, you know, what what things can you be doing? What do you need to be eating? Um, can you be trying different things? And, and that's why I always talk about lean. And I started off with lean. And I do think that that helped me because I learned so much with that program that allowed me to take what I learned there and then do my own thing. And so if this is something you would like to learn more about, you can check out episode 112, where I talked to Amanda who created the program and how it works. And I'm also going to be um, re-airing that episode again for December 24th so that people can listen to it because I realize not everyone needs to do the mental work like I just talked about, but they just need a good program to follow and jumpstart them on making healthier choices and starting their journey. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, I do want to talk about working out. Like I told you, I do burn boot camp, and I feel like a lot of people thought I lost weight because I just started working out. And I will say that working out is obviously amazing and it does help you lose weight. But I want to point out that you can't just work out and hope to lose weight. I have tried this before, and working out hard and not changing my food, it just kept me at the same weight, and I just got stronger. And I have friends that know this. Like, they worked out with me and they saw that I didn't get smaller and it's because I did not change my food. Um, But yes, I did get stronger and I got faster. And so I do want people to understand that like, yes, I'm working out. Yes, it's helping me lose weight. 
but you can't just hope that working out is going to get you to your goals if you need to lose weight. So when you pair it with watching what you eat and working out, you will for sure see a big difference. And most important, I just felt better, which then in my opinion, helped me to make better choices. And that gave me back the confidence I had lost because I was feeling stronger each week with working out. So that's where I feel like it really does help because it's like indirect. I mean, it obviously is building muscle and all that kind of stuff, which does help your metabolism and stuff like that. But it's very easy to sabotage your eating when you work out because you can be a lot more hungry or you can tell yourself, oh, hey, I, you know, I just worked out so I can go eat um, a cheeseburger and that could be 900 calories. And then, you know, you didn't even burn 900 calories in your workout. So that's where it gets a little bit dangerous. Um, And I do want to say that many women view working out like if I don't work out, then I can't eat. Or they freak out about not working out because they're so scared about gaining weight. Like if they go on vacation or whatever, and then the workouts tend to like control them. So I do feel like it's, you have to be careful with that because you don't want that taking over your life. So Working out shouldn't control your eating habits, and um, it really should just be a bonus that you are doing to help you on your journey to getting healthy and feeling better. And I do want to encourage those of you that are overweight, and if you feel intimidated to start working out because you may feel like you look silly or you may have to modify the workouts, I want to tell you that you can do it. And it's going to be uncomfortable at first, and it it may be uncomfortable for a while, but until you start seeing traction. But If you don't start, then you're never going to get where you need to be. And it's so worth starting, even if it's uncomfortable. And when I started doing boot camp, so many women in there were already small and fit. And I honestly had to put my pride aside and just focus on what I was doing. And for me, I haven't always been overweight. So I felt embarrassed that I let myself get to this point and that these women only knew a heavier version of me. So that was tough because they didn't know the Amber before kids and who was an athlete and smaller. And I had to be okay with that. Like I had to be okay with, they only know this overweight version and you know, it is what it is. And I just had to start. So I just had to show up and do the work. And I will tell you that when you are heavier, it is a lot harder to do the workouts. So if anything gives you momentum, know that the smaller you get, the easier it will be. So I'm not saying that to you to be like, yeah, so I'm not going to do it because it's harder. I'm saying use that for you to push harder because you will find that you will be able to do things so much easier. You're going to move faster and stronger because that is what has happened to me. Even my trainers like, you move so much faster, you know, and you are so much stronger. And even people who work out around me, they even notice that, which is so great and encouraging. And so just know that, that it will get better, not only because you are stronger, but because you are smaller. And to this day, I still have to modify because I had a torn meniscus in my knee. And so I had to have knee surgery over 10 years ago. And my right shoulder has tendonitis. So if you look at me on my right knee and then my right shoulder, there are times that I feel like I can't do a lot of things on my right side if they're acting up. Like if my shoulder's flared up or if my knee is bugging me, um, I really have to modify. And I have really had to learn to just listen to my body and modify, even if I can do it physically. But knowing that I may injure myself, it's just not worth it. So that is one key thing that I have had to learn is listen to your body Even if everybody is running full on and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look so slow, listen to your body. If your body's saying, do not go super fast, then don't. I mean, there's a difference between, you know, phoning it in and being like, well, I'm just not going to push myself versus like, 
you know what? I really know what my body needs and I'm going to listen to it. So I, I do want to point those differences out because they are different. Um, and that is one thing that I'm really proud of myself that I knew when I needed to pull back. And then I also knew when I could give a lot more and then just listening to my body, paying attention. Like for example, when we do cardio days, I notice I need to eat more carbs. So because I don't get so hung up on, oh, the carbs, I can't eat carbs. I just go, okay, I'm going to eat carbs. And obviously you want to pick a healthier choice of carbs, right? You don't want to just go eat a candy bar or a donut. Um, But I knew that like, if I'm doing cardio, I get so hungry. That's where I'm saying like, I learned to listen to my body and be okay with it and not just be so strict and being like, no, I can't, I can't have that. I'm just like, well, my body's more hungry, but I didn't go crazy. Like, this is where I mean, I didn't go have a, like a hamburger thinking, oh, well, you know, I worked out, so it evens out. And so I just wanted to point that out to you guys um, about, I do think it's really important that if you are going to work out, that you really do need to listen to your body. The other thing too, that I have realized as we are getting close to the end of this episode is getting closer to your goal, I feel like can trip you up. So this is kind of where I'm at right now. And as I get closer, I find that I ease up more and I don't push myself with my food. And so you know, if you're somebody who doesn't have a ton of weight to lose, say you have 20 pounds or less, you may fall in this camp even to start with that you kind of are like, well, I don't really need to like really hone in and, um, and it could, and you're just finding like, well, I can make these decisions, but I really believe that you do have to eat and you have to work out as if you are the weight that you want to be, or you're just going to maintain where you're currently at. And so that's just something that right now, that's kind of where I'm working on, that there's still mental work to be worked on because it's so easy, especially when you've lost this much weight, it's easy to kind of go, you know what, I'm good. I feel good because I do feel good, right? I feel good. When you lose 50 pounds, I mean, that's a lot of weight. Um, Todd, my husband would say that like you pretty much lost a, a suitcase that you would be able to take on um, to Southwest you know, Airlines, right? It has to be 50 pounds, can't be over. You know, I pretty much lost a whole luggage. So um, it's a lot of weight. And so to me, I had to be careful with going, okay, are you settling because you do feel good, but do you want to keep pushing yourself? And um, so there's there's still thought work that I have to work around with that um, because I'm not completely done yet. And so, but I am close to the end. So I can see where I have to do a little bit more work, a little bit more thought work around that and, um, and kind of just up level on what I'm doing. You guys probably are thinking, but what are you eating? And I'm very cautious to talk about what I'm eating because I don't believe that everyone should be eating the same exact thing. And so for me, what really just happened is I really started to listen to my body, like I told you about with working out. And I really thought about, am I really hungry? And I know that sounds so simple. And um, and I know people want to have like these like detailed plans and all that stuff, but I don't feel like those really work. Like having a detailed plan of someone else like eating a certain thing and say, I hate whatever she's eating. Like, I don't want to eat it. And I'm like, okay, but I have to eat it. Like, that's not going to work for me. So really just doing the mental work around that um, and really paying attention. What was good for my body, like food wise? And am I truly hungry or am I eating because I'm bored or I'm upset or whatever it may be? That is truly what helped me 
get to this point. So like I mentioned before, I've had so many women come up to me asking me, you know, what I did to lose the weight. And by no means am I a dietitian or personal trainer, but um, what I do have is the experience. And I really learned so much this year. Um, I've walked the walk and sometimes it can be really hard to go to someone that hasn't really struggled with weight and do their program because they truly don't understand how hard it is mentally. And so I feel that this is what helps me stand out from others. And with that, I feel like I have been called to help women. And so I decided for January, 2020, um, to help out 10 women, um, for six weeks. So it's going to be a beta group. Um, I've never done anything like this, but I truly feel that I just have been called. It's been put on my heart to like help women. And so I wanted to see if this would be something that, you know, women would want to do with me, work together with me. And, um, I don't know, it just, I don't know where it will go, but, um, I just feel like with the women that have come up to me, I'm just thinking, you know, trying to talk to them in a 10 minute chunk and trying to like help them. I just don't feel like it's enough. And I just feel like there's women out there that probably need, um, some handholding, um, and someone who has done it and just to inspire them and, and to encourage them and let them know that they don't need to feel overwhelmed. So this decision was not taken lightly. It's something that has kept coming up in my heart this whole past year, but I didn't feel ready until now. And so I just know how hard it was for me to start. And I want to be that person to help another woman get to her goals, especially mom. So I want to be able to help you find yourself again, to help you gain the confidence you might have lost and to gain your health back so that you can be the best version of you. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in, or you know somebody that might be interested in this, you can set up a free uh, free 15-minute consultation call with me to see if this is the right fit for you. So to find that link um, to set up the appointment, you can just find it in the show notes and for this episode, which is episode 165, and click on the link and it will take you directly directly to the dates and times that are open. Make sure to listen to the next few episodes as well. Next week, I'm going to be talking about all the products I have been um, taking over the past year. And it wasn't just to lose weight. Like they weren't like, oh, getting skinny products. It was to get my health to be as optimal as I could get it and to be a stronger self. And we talk about Kristen. I have Kristen Pardue come on the show. She's been, she's been on before and she is a dietitian. And we just talk about like healing your gut to dealing with um, PMS and um, what do we do when it's like flu season and trying to keep yourself healthy and um, reducing inflammation and fighting cancer and antioxidants and all this kind of stuff. And so if you think you want some more help, then make sure to grab one of the free consultation slots and set up an appointment with me. And I have so much passion to help women. And if one of those women are you, I would love to talk to you. All right. See you guys next week. Hey, you guys, have you subscribed to the Mom Inspired Show email list yet? If you want to have discounts sent to your email and links to the books we discuss on the show, as well as all the guests information, then you will want to subscribe. That way, every episode will show up in your inbox every Tuesday, and you won't have to go searching for the newest episode. It will be right at your fingertips. So just go to mominspiredshow.com and scroll down and enter your name and email, and you will be all set. See you next week.